You're listening to the Staff Meeting Devo portion of our podcast. Every week, our staff team meets to worship together and hear from our team about some aspect of the mission, vision, and culture of our church. This week, Pastor Megan shares an awesome word about being a joy to be led. Let's go. All right. So um, this morning, um, actually, I would say like for over the last couple of weeks, there's been something that's been kind of on my heart. I've been reading um, a book called Impact Players, and I, you've probably heard Tom talk about it too. He reads it, and it's a really, it's a really good book, but um, there's some thoughts that kind of have come from it, and I kind of wanted to share a little bit about it. There's a few things from there, but um, also just from a few verses, and what I want to talk about is easy, or the joy to be led, like being a joy to be led. So in Hebrews 13, 17, this is what it says. It says, obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Their work is to watch over your souls and they are accountable to God. Give them reason to do this with joy and not with sorrow. That would certainly not be your benefit, be to your benefit. And we read that, like, I feel like it's weird to be saying it for myself, but I know this is something that both Tom and I really strive to be, um, as well to the local network and everything. We don't want to ever be anything but a joy to be led. Like when Pastor Dwayne comes to our church, we don't want him to be having to think, oh no, like if I come, like I don't want him coming, ever coming to church saying, if I go there, then I have to recognize these things are happening and then I have to deal with them later. We want him to come. We want him to enjoy, um, being a part of our church and us being a joy to be led. And as well as within our elders and everything, when we meet with the elders, we want it to be a joy that we serve together. It also says in 1 Thessalonians 5.13, Dear brothers and sisters, honor those who are leaders in the Lord's work. They work hard among you and give you spiritual guidance. Show them great respect and wholehearted love because of their work and live peacefully with each other. It's this idea of we... We live peacefully with each other. We, we lighten the load of those who are leading us. We make it easy for them to lead us. So I have just a few thoughts of what does it look like to be a joy to be led? And the first thing is own the follow or own the peace, own your peace, sorry, own your peace. And what I mean by own your peace is when you're given something, if you're a ministry director and your team lead gives you something, run with it. It's yours to hold on to. It's yours to be responsible for. It's yours to um, to carry, right? And so in that, we we don't delegate back up. So that does that means that, and what I mean by that, that means we're always looking for people that we lead to be able to also lead, right? To be able to take things off of our our plate and to be able to lead that well. First, the first thing that that does is that inspires those that we lead that they can also step up and that there's things that they can do and that they can lead. You don't know how many people you're leading that are just waiting for that opportunity. The second thing it does is it means that we're not placing more on the person that's leading us their plate, right? It's easy to hand things back to somebody because we know they can do it and we know they'll do a good job. However, realizing that typically somebody who is leading us carries a bigger plate than us. So we want to lighten their plate. So that means that 
if you are on the creative team, if you're on the production team, and Luke gives you something, just own it, run with it. You know, don't hand it back to Luke, but look for that. If you need a replacement for a Sunday morning because you that Sunday's not going to work, you look to find that replacement rather than handing it back to Luke to do it. If you're on another team, a kids team, life kids team, same thing. Like we own what role we play, whatever that might be. The second thing is we own the follow through. So the first one is own your piece. Second is own the follow through. That means we follow through with things. If it is ours to carry, if it is our piece, then we make sure we follow through with it. It means that our whoever is leading us doesn't ever have to question whether what we've passed on is getting done. We can that person could just know that it's going to get done, that your ministry director will know that it's getting done. Your team lead will know that it's getting done. Your whoever the staff member that you report to will know that it's getting done. So finish what you start. Don't make your leader be your boss, right? That's never a fun position to be in when you have to sit down with someone and say, you're not doing what I've asked you to do. That's never a good spot to be in. It's never comfortable. So don't make your leader have to do that. The third thing is to own failure. Failure is super hard. It's very difficult. And I think that there are different types of people. There's some people who embrace failure. There's some people who avoid failure at any cost. And there are other people who blame their failure, right? So we don't, we want to own our failure. Failure is a good thing. It doesn't feel good at the time. However, it is what propels us to be better, right? We only know how to do things differently because they didn't work in the first place. We'll never know if we don't try. But when we do make mistakes and when we do fail, be quick to fix those mistakes and work hard not to make them again, right? That's all we can ask. That's part of that growing process is trying something, realizing it doesn't work, and then deciding, okay, I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to fix it and I'm going to move on. That's just part of life. But failure in of itself is not a bad thing. And the fourth thing is to own the feedback. Because sometimes it's hard to take feedback. We don't want to take feedback. It's difficult to hear when we don't quite we don't quite meet the expectations of those around us or the person that's leading us. But the way we can make it easier for our leaders is by taking that feedback. And sometimes, yeah, it's upsetting. Sometimes it takes a few moments to kind of get your bearing around it. But understand that your leader cares about you and wants to see you grow. And I can say that about all leaders at Word of Life and the culture that we are building at our church is that leaders care about the people that are following them. When we give feedback, it isn't for just the sake of getting giving feedback. It's because we want to see you grow. It's because we want to help you grow. It's and so when we understand that and we understand it's coming from a place of love and a place of wanting to see us grow, then it's easier to take, right? It might it still initially never feels good. But knowing that someone is doing it out of love and care for you, 
just assume that that is the case because that is the culture of word of life. And see, egos are a problem in both followers and leaders. And I think this fits in with that feedback piece, right? Because an ego will keep you from being able to receive feedback. And it's not just a problem for leaders. We like to pinpoint leaders who have ego issues, but it is also an issue when you're a follower. When we are following people, we need to be able to follow them without thinking we always know better or we always have the greater idea or that we should be in charge or if I was in charge, I would do this better because those things will never, ever get you where you want to go. They're only ever going to hold you back and cause um, a separation between you and your leader. So owning that feedback is a big part of that piece, is being able to receive feedback even if it doesn't seem like it's fair to you, but understanding it's coming from a good place. So now, part of the thing that I love about our church is that our leaders are a joy to lead. And um, I was thinking about this this week, and I was thinking of some real highlight moments, right? For example, Michelle, this week, she went above and beyond what she was asked to do to make sure certain things fell into place. And she always does that, and it's such a it's such a huge thing for us, and I know Tom and I both appreciate it so much. And Annie, she's so great at just rallying people together. You can put her in charge of something, and you just know people are going to show up, right? And Trudy, she's this calm presence, but she speaks truth, and she's a great cheerleader, and I love it because all of it works together, and um, it just comes from this, you can tell this genuine place and a genuine love that she has for people. And I appreciate that I feel like sometimes she's my greatest cheerleader. So, um, and I would love to have Trudy as my cheerleader. So I'll keep it. And then Lisa is self-motivated and she goes after it. We don't ever have to worry about Pastor Lisa. She's just on top of everything. And she's, she goes after it and she makes sure things happen. And Luke, he's innovative and he's always looking to make things better, which we always really appreciate. And Pastor Mike, he brings wisdom and a love for people. I love having him in the room because sometimes he challenges my thinking. And he always brings it back to loving people when you're frustrated. And sometimes that doesn't feel good in the moment, but it's so, so good and so needed. <laughs> and then Nelson, Nelson just started with us, and he just hit the ground running. Like, he's just been incredible with just jumping in. And there's so many other people. I can think of people on my, my teams. Vicki, I never have to question Vic, if Vicki has um, followed through with things, she just jumps on it. She thinks of things before I do. Becky, Becky manages her team, but she takes care of her team. She cares for her team. Jim, he's amazing at being able to just orchestrate the whole entire ushering process and look out for things that I would never even think of. And Rob, his servant heart, is just to jump in and do whatever it takes. He'd be willing to serve every single weekend if I asked him to. You know, there are just some amazing and incredible people that we have on on our teams, and I could go on and on and on about various leaders. And the, these things make these people a joy to lead. 
because it's amazing to watch them walking in their gifting and confident in their gift set. So I say this all to encourage you to look for those ways of how do I be a joy to be led? Where are those areas that I can grow in? What things can I um, do that just take it an extra step? What Maybe it is. Maybe it's just going above and beyond what is asked of me. Maybe it's that simple thing of just taking it that extra step of maybe when I see something rather than thinking it's not my job, just taking it upon myself to say, no, it is my job because I see it, right? It's those extra things that matter. And I believe they matter significantly to God and they matter significantly to your leaders because they all help us accomplish the mission of the church and the mission of Jesus. So let's go ahead and pray. God, I thank you so much, God, for these incredible leaders and volunteers that you have placed around us, God. I thank you, God, that you, um, God, that you have put them in the position that they're in for a purpose, God. And God, I pray right now, God, that they would feel confident in that position to lead well, God. God, I pray, God, that um, we would always choose to do what's more difficult if it is what is going to make the greater difference. God, I pray that we wouldn't just choose difficult for the sake of it, but that we also wouldn't choose easy because it's easy, God. And God, I pray that we would look for ways to take things off of people's plates rather than place things on people's plates, God. God, I pray, God, that we would look for ways to honor our volunteers, the people we lead, as well as the people that lead us, God. God, I pray that we would serve one another, God, and that we would be motivated to serve one another, God, to look out for each other. God, that we would understand the, the purpose and the vision behind what we do and that that would compel us, God, to lead well. God, we thank you for this. God, we thank you for what you have entrusted us with, God. And we pray that we would continue to grow in what you've entrusted us with, God. And to do it to the best ability that we can. In Jesus' name, amen.